Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here in the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your host. You know what it is. Yatu Sabe. What are we at, Danny? Episode 368, I believe. Just more than a full year of freestyle jilly dilly. If I'm wrong, let me know to the stats overbeat cipher out there. How we doing dilly dilly to everybody? By the way, there is. we're going to talk about dilly dilly. Danny, we're going to talk about some of these commercials I'm seeing over here on the uh, CBS array of networks. If you're watching March Madness, we'll get into that in a little bit. We've got a good show for you, okay? Here's what we're going to do, all right? We are going to first talk a little bit about March Madness. We're going to get it in where Speeds was right, where Speeds was wrong in true fantasy freestyle fashion with the stats over Beats Cypher. I'll tell you why I like a lot of the things that I said right here at this desk last Monday. Then what we're going to do also in our middle segment, listen. Everyone's talking about uh, March Madness. We're always talking about football, and we will do so later on in the show. But uh, Major League Baseball kicks off in earnest this week. Uh, Opening day is Thursday, so I feel like it is time, Danny, for me to give everybody my picks, my previews, my division winners, my league champions, my MVPs, that sort of thing. Because listen, two years ago, oh, and this spot, by the way, I gave you the Houston Astros as the World Series, or the AL pennant winners when they weren't even favored to win their own division. Two years ago, similarly, when I give you kind of these picks, I've given you the Philadelphia Eagles in this spot. So I'm going to let you know who I think will win these divisions. I'll give you the lines on some of them. We'll go into that. And then, like I said, we always talk football, right? But we're going to do it in a different way because that free, free agency wave has come. The draft prep, you know, there was some pro days, things of that nature. But I'm going to get into some kind of interesting stories, Danny, about some players that you may not have heard. We're going to talk a little bit about Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson, Johnny Football, and, of course, the news about Rob Gronkowski, who has announced that he is retiring from football after nine seasons with the New England Patriots. We tip our cap to Rob Gronkowski. I'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. Big shout out, as always, to Stats Overbeat Cypher. Dilly dilly to everybody out there in the chat room, listening, watching right now. We're going to get it in. You know how it goes. Hey, Mendo Bruce in the... Yeah, more baseball. I'll give you my, um, I'll give you my picks on that for sure. And then, uh, Clayton, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Gronk as well. But let's start it. Let's start it with March Madness because Danny... Listen, bro, on this desk, and Mendo, Mendo, first of all, I'm glad Mendo is there, because this is where I want to start. Mendo Bruce hit me up on my Patreon, and Mendo Bruce was like, ah, SMA, shaking my head, I'm giving out too many upsets. Mendo, I want to clarify exactly, and anybody else out there, I want to clarify what I was saying, okay? I was saying that most people are doing more than one bracket. Okay, and so I was trying to give some people upsets. I wasn't giving out 15, 20 upsets, Mendo. Here's what I did, and I can go region by region. 
Okay, I'll tell you what I said, and let's see how they came to pass, okay? But overall, for Mendo and everybody else, what I was saying is if you are filling out two, three, four brackets, which a lot of people were, because that was my poll question last week, I was giving you an approach, okay? Not giving you the fish, teaching you how to fish as usual, okay? So let's look at this, though, Mendo. The first thing I said, the very first thing I said, all right, was that this tournament more than most others, okay? I said more than most others would have maybe some upsets at the beginning, but I said the cream will rise to the top. I said that the top seeds in these regions I like as cream rising to the top. And what do you know? The top one, two, and three seeds of all four regions have advanced for the first time in something like a decade, all right? I said that I think... You want to ultimately have ones and twos, ones and threes in your Elite Eight and Final Four. That was point one. So far, a week later, that stands to be true. Then, I said, region by region, what upsets I like. So first of all, Mendo and everybody else. In the East, I said, I, the, the, the upsets I gave were Liberty, who wound up winning. Speed's got that one right. I also wound up giving out Yale and Belmont in that region. Now, those teams didn't win, but if you were playing a little, putting some shekels on it, by the way, Yale was plus six and a half, they lost by five. Belmont was plus three, they lost by two. So, I was giving you live dogs, and maybe you still, like my man Rich out there in West Virginia, maybe you were still doing that, all right? In the, in the Midwest region, I said, this is a region that I thought was going to be real chalky, and I told you to watch out for Wofford. Dude, McGee wound up with like 12 three-pointers, okay? Then, in the West region, Danny, play the jaw clip, 33-10. In the West region, I told you to look out for a very specific player and a specific team. Danny, play that from last week. 33-10, five game. I like the 12 seed Murray State. Bang! I like them because of two reasons, two words, Ja Morant. Danny, John Morant, you may have heard me talk about this kid before. He is going to be a top three pick in the NBA draft, Danny, but he just comes from a small school. Think like Steph Curry when he was at Davidson mm -hmm. in the NCAA tournament, Danny. Okay, mm -hmm. This kid is a top three NBA draft pick in uh, this upcoming draft. He just happens to be on a very small school who has the 12 seed. Yep. All right? This kid is going to win games, I think, Bang. by himself. Thank you, he sir. Is, he was on the same AAU. Thank you, Danny. So what happens? What happens on, like, Thursday night? The nation is introduced to John Moran, who has a triple-double, something like 17, 16, and 11. Everybody all of a sudden is like, oh, this kid could be the number two overall pick. Stephen A. Smith being like, I've never seen this kid before. Oh, my God. This is why you go stats over beat Cypher in the West. Right, we're going to come back to the West in a hot second. In the South, however, I think this is really interesting, Danny, and this is the one we found the time code of. I said... That of these upsets, oh, and by the way, yep, uh, I gave out Murray State in that region. I told you I liked Buffalo. They, they dominated in their first-round matchup. Yep. Yep. Okay, now in the South, I was like specifically with my approach to the brackets, I was saying that you got to be able to zig when other people zag, and I told you a very specific place where you could get paid zigging where people zagged and where the Cinderella would come from, and I said them by name. This was last week. You're going to hear me literally being like, next this time next week, watch what happens. Well, people, it's this time next week. Danny, play the clip. A little fun. 
Okay, and I like these upsets anyway. I like Oregon. They are an elite defensive team. They lost their their they lost their best player early in the season. He was supposed to be a lottery draft pick named Bull Bull. Bull Bull. Danny, his name was Bull Bull. He was the son of former NBA player Minute Bull. Bull Bull. Bull Bull. was seven foot four, Danny. All right, he was going to be a lottery pick. They lost him in the middle of the season. They they. They, they got crushed of a lot of games right after they lost him. They're starting to figure out how to play, and they are coming off now just winning out of nowhere the Pac-12 tournament. So I like Oregon. Hmm. Team. Let's I keep like it going, Danny. seed, Danny, Oregon over Wisconsin. Keep it going, though. I also, who are they going to fight? Ready for this? Face. I like this legitimately. Remember when I told you with Yale as the 14 seed? I was like, eh, put What other upset did I really like? I wasn't ringing endorsement. In the South. Yeah. I love the 13 seed UC Irvine, the anteaters, Danny. Bang! Mother effing anteaters. Bang! I'm not kidding. UC Irvine, also another elite defensive team. Okay, I like them over Kansas State, and I like Oregon over Wisconsin. You know what that means, Danny, with Oregon facing UC Irvine? It happens every year, Danny. There's at least one, like, double-digit seed that makes it to the Wait for it, Danny. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cinderella, the glass slipper. Yeah. Here's an opportunity for you. This is a place where you could put either Oregon or UC Irvine in there. If you're doing multiple sheets, make sure you have Oregon or UC Irvine getting into the Sweet 16 on some of them. You are going to thank me, literally, Danny, next week. We're going to be sitting here on Monday. We'll be at the Sweet 16, and we're going to be talking about some of my upsets that are making it through and still playing. UC Irvine, Oregon, that is a good spot as good as any, you to could put it in there. Okay, so there, we Danny. like those upsets. Wow, Danny! I literally said it's a week later. Guess what, Danny? It's a week later. It is a week later. You're what right. happened, brother man? Exactly what you said. Damn, Skippy! <laughs> Damn, Skippy! It did. Oregon and UC Irvine Ducks and Ant Eaters represent. But there's one more that I want to let people know about because this is where we're gonna spin it forward, Danny. All right. <clears throat> I talked about how I liked the cream rising to the top, but. I said in the West region, there are a couple of sleepers that I like that weren't the one seed, weren't the two seed, that I think are really dangerous. Not these crazy Cinderella's, but teams that I like that are legit. Play the clip, Danny. Gonzaga as much. I also don't believe in Michigan as much. Here's where we can get a little bit kooky if we want. Mm -hmm. All right? And let me tell you then, if it's not these top seeds, the ones that I do like. I do like the three seed, Texas Tech. Crushed Buffalo last night, Danny. I do like the four seed Florida State. Crush Florida John Moran. State, Danny. Comes from the ACC. Mm, all, right. all right, you can end that, Danny. So here's my deal, people. In the West, I told you you could get a you could make a nice little futures bet. I told you I liked Texas Tech out of in the West, and I liked Florida State in the West. This was the place to fade the one and two seeds. And what do you know? The three seed. Texas Tech, the floor seed, Florida State, they are both live, okay? So, so far, Danny, it sounds like the Stats Over Beat Cypher was getting a little bit of extra cash or Venmo or Bitcoin or whatever you want to call it, right, Danny? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it sounds good so far. Sounds good so far. I hope this beats. Thank you. Thank you, Clayton Trahan, Jer T, in the building. Thank you. Thank you, Clayton. I hope that's not sarcastic, Clayton, um, that you know I did. That's right. That's why we have it on tape. You know what I'm saying? But here's let's spin it forward now, okay? So I look at this stuff. I look at these games that are going to be uh, this weekend. All right, this week 16. We got four games on Thursday. We got four games on Friday. Here's what I like, okay? Because now if, I, if that doesn't build enough credibility with you guys, I don't know what I'm going to have to do, okay? But here's one team. I tell you what. I like these Tennessee Vols. 
I, I like the Tennessee Vols on Thursday, people. They are getting one point. They are a very small favorite. It's basically who's going to win the game. I'm telling you, that kid Bone, their point guard, quick as all get out. Okay, Admiral Schofield, Grant Williams, these are guys that are big dogs, okay? I think they can have their way with Purdue. I think the SEC, by the way, has impressed me as a conference. LSU, gone further than I thought without their head coach. Okay, I told you about Tennessee. They look good. You know Kentucky looks good. Auburn looks really good. Don't forget, they were a top 10, top 15 team at the beginning of the season, okay? Auburn looks good. I think the SEC looks good as a conference, and it's interesting because that is my poll question if you want to get down with it. At Spittin' Speeds on Twitter right now, which, is, which conference has been most impressive to you? So far in March Madness, has it been the SEC with the teams I just mentioned, the ACC, obviously the Dukes, the you know uh, the Carolinas, the Virginias, and of course Florida State, Vatech as well, or the Big Ten? Let me tell you, Big Ten still has Michigan, Michigan State, and they have Purdue, although I'm betting against them in the Sweet 16. I like Tennessee. Let me also tell you guys, on Thursday, okay, some of these numbers I think are just too big. Remember when I said the cream rises to the top? There was a big gap. In the round of uh, 32, what happened on Saturday and Sunday, the favorites won all 16 games. Not necessarily against the spread, but the teams that were favored won the game outright. Okay? Nobody, um, none of the underdogs really won. Even Oregon versus UCRN, they were technically the favorite, okay? So the cream rose to the crop where you had your, like, two versus your sevens, your your ones versus your nines, even though, you know, Taco almost came in on Duke. Okay, but now we got the cream with the cream. Now I think these numbers are too big. Okay, Florida State getting seven and a half, eight and a points against Gonzaga. That is too many to me. Florida State has the depth, has the length, has the size to compete with Harajimura, to compete with Clark. Okay, that's going to be, I think, a close game. I think seven and a half is too many. I, like, I understand Gonzaga, but I've been on Florida State for a while. Similarly, Eight is too many for Oregon and Virginia, in my opinion. This game has a total of 119 and a half. That means everyone thinks it's going to be a low-scoring game. I say it all the time. This is one of my teaching you how to fish. In lower-scoring games, big spreads mean a lot more. In a track meet that's in the 80s, 90s, eight points wouldn't be that much. But if the game's in the 50s, eight is a bigger chunk of your uh, lead, of your total percentage of points, if that kind of makes sense to you mathematically. Oregon getting eight is real tasty. Florida State getting seven and a half, real tasty. But my best bet on uh, Thursday will be the Tennessee Volunteers. I think they take care of the Purdue Boilermakers. I told you last week that I thought Tennessee was a live two seed, that I really like Tennessee. You could check the tape on that one also. I'm sorry, Danny, I don't have the time code. Maybe we'll get to that, but I still like the Tennessee Volunteers. All right? Um, on Friday... Friday's a little bit tougher for me. Um, this Houston-Kentucky game, I don't have a good read on. I got to tell you the truth. Um, the one thing I would like is look at this total in the Auburn-North Carolina game. I would wait on it. It's the highest one on the board at 163. That's both teams in the 80s. I know Carolina can get there. I don't know if Auburn can get there. I would take, in, take a second and wait on that one and then bet the under. See if it goes up to 164, 165. Then bet the under. I don't think both of those teams are going to hang, hold into their end of the bargain, okay? So I like Tennessee. I think those Oregon points, those FSU points are a little bit too many. But maybe you want to wait on those two. And then maybe wait on it and take the under for UNC and Auburn on Friday. But Danny, I got to tell you something. If you are watching these, 
I want to ask you something. Did you see, Danny, um, any commercials for uh, Orange Vanilla Coke by any chance? I did, actually. Okay, can we talk about this? What is going on with this, man? Like, like it's some new, like it's Cherry Coke or something all of a sudden? This is like a, the biggest push I've ever seen for a product uh, for a soda in a very long time. When you talk about Super Bowl commercials and stuff, I'm seeing a 70 Shaft version of orange vanilla Coke left and right. I don't understand. Do you like? Is this like the new hot-ish, Danny? Is this in Fortnite or something? You got me. I, I don't understand the mixing flavors of orange and vanilla together. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But... I do like the orange cream sodas that like they're supposed to be like those fountain ones, the orange creamsicle ones, but I don't know if that's what this is because it's still Coke. So it's a little weird to me. And also, Danny, we got to talk about this. When we come back, have you seen the new Bud, Bud Light Domain King Dilly Dilly commercials? And the Miller Light responses. I think those are interesting. We're going to get into those. And my picks for Major League Baseball opening day is this week. Come on back. Fantasy Freestyle. You know what it is. Fitting statistician. Big shout to the Stats Over Beat Cypher. We in there. Hopefully y'all listen to me. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Very superstitious. Danny, I hear the writing is on the wall. Um, yeah, you ain't gotta be superstitious. All you gotta do is get down with the stats overbeat cipher. Boy Speeds the spitting statistician, stable genius, vocal minority, and make it pop off. Big shout out to the people in the chat room. Um, uh, you know, big shout out to Clayton. Also, Clayton saying thanks that I called it. Uh, thank you for clarifying. That was not sarcasm. That was amazing. And I wanted to, yo, shout out to Clayton. And I wanted to make this point, Clayton. You're in the chat right now. Okay. I was ready. I was, I was going to talk about this. Big shout out to Rob Gronkowski. Okay. We want to tip our cap to Gronk. This is from, from a Jets fan. Okay. So really, do you think I want to do this? But Rob Gronkowski, first ballot Hall of Famer. I also agree he should walk away. You've heard me say it for the last year, year and a half on this network. Similar to Conor McGregor. I don't understand why Conor McGregor is still fighting. Rob Gronkowski's had multiple back surgeries. Rob Gronkowski has nothing left to prove. He's won Super Bowls. He's known as one of the greatest tight ends of all time. He's in the Hall of Fame. Why subject yourself, Gronk? To the, to the physicality, to the car crashes, that is an NFL season. I agree. You shouldn't do it. And you heard in the um, commercial that was playing, if you're you know, listening to us, that I've been saying he can do whatever he wants. That was going to be my poll question. Maybe I'll do that next week. What's next for Gronk? He could be in the TV booth if he wants. He could be in the TV booth if he wants. Pre-game, play-by-play, it doesn't matter. People who want Gronk. He could be an actor if he wants. You think he can't go to Hollywood? Do some acting? Of course he can. He could try and take, like, The Rock's path and stuff like that. You know, he could do that if he wanted to. Or he might come back. Listen, I wouldn't put it past him to come back. All of a sudden, the Patriots are struggling along at, you know, five, six and five in October. No, no weapons. And, and Brady's like, come on, Gronk. Stretch run. You don't got to worry about training camp. Come on back. I think that's possible. But what I think is going to happen 
what I think is going to happen is I think this dude is going to the wrestling. I think this good dude is going to the WWE. All right? And listen, a couple years in WrestleMania, Clayton, check me on this. A couple years at WrestleMania, isn't he like boys with Mojo Rawley? Didn't he do a little bit with like Jinder Mahal at WrestleMania a couple years ago? And here's what I'm saying. All I'm saying, okay, you know I talk about this, the vocal minority, right? And I try and give you some things that I see well in advance. Clayton, do you know where Raw is tonight? I think it's emanating from Boston, Massachusetts tonight. If that isn't serendipitous timing that he could announce this and then maybe be at the front row of Raw tonight and maybe get into it, it seems like you're suggesting, Clayton, there it is, Boston. You seem like you're suggesting maybe something like the Revival and he tags with Mojo. Interesting. You know, listen, I would not be surprised if all of a sudden Gronk is in the first row and someone's talking smack to him tonight. All right, but I digress. I did want to make that point, but we do shout out Gronk. Okay, I'm, listen, as a Jets fan, oh boy, am I excited. Right, because without Gronk, what is really left for Brady as he enters his age 42 season? But there's plenty of time to talk about that a little bit later on. Let's get into baseball here because it is opening day on Thursday. Yes, I know that opening day was technically last week when the A's and the Mariners had two games. That was Ichiro's curtain call. That was Ichiro's victory lap. And don't get me wrong, he deserves it. I think it was cool. All right, and I think it was right that they made him play a week before because let me tell you something. I have taken that flight for 15 hours from Shanghai to JFK, although unfortunately mine got like rerouted through Chicago O'Hare, but that's another story for another topic. China Eastern, I ain't messing with them. Um, but I digress. The unicorn alike. Um, but opening day is this week. Okay, opening day is really this week, and so it is time for us to go division by division, tell you what I like. So let's get it on and popping. Last week, I gave you upsets like Liberty, Murray State, UC Irvine. Here's, I'm going to tell you more ways for you to win a little bit of extra cash for the Stats Over Beats Cypher. That's how we do it here on the Fantasy Freestyle. First up, awards is the AL Cy Young. And let me tell you something. Blake Snell could go ahead and win it and all that. If the smart money in the AL, in the AL, okay, There are only going to be three teams, in my opinion, that compete for, like, the best team in the American League or the best record in the American League, okay? That's going to be the New York Yankees, it's going to be the Boston Red Sox, and it's going to be the Houston Astros. The Cleveland Indians are going to be a little bit behind, right? So to me, those are the squads I look to for my Cy Young winners. Okay, and yeah, it was a nice story about Blake Snell, but I got to tell you something. And, and if you look at the Yankees rotation, Severino's already going to be out till May. Paxton, new, new guy there, first year via trade. First, so I don't take any of the Yankees. With the Indians, there's so many options. You know, it could be Kluber, it could be Carrasco. I think Verlander is kind of like just passe. I think, honestly, if, we, if, we're, if, we're, if we're honest with ourselves, the best pitcher in the American League is Chris Sale. And Boston is going to win 90-some-odd games. I think Chris Sale is a viable favorite. He is, um, he is at plus 300 right now. He's the second choice. I like Sale as my favorite to win the AL Cy Young. If you want to take someone off the beaten path, go to one of those Indians. But don't take Kluber. Take a Carrasco. Take a Bauer. You can get Carrasco at plus sixteen hundred. You can get Bauer at plus twenty two hundred. I think those are interesting values. At the in the NL, you know, okay, of course you got Scherzer. Okay, you can pass. I think you can fade Kershaw with his with his injuries already. I like. Here's where I'm going to go off the beaten path. 
my NL Cy Young Award winner. Okay, I, you know, you could always go Scherzer in the same way you can always go Sale. But a guy I really like, if he puts it all together and plays he- is healthy, Noah Syndergaard, man. And we could talk about Noah Syndergaard. He didn't like the travel, having to take the bus across state, having to go to Syracuse for the exhibition. Shut your mouth, bro. That's where you use the company line, the coach talk. All right, of like, hey, we just do it for the fans. It's great to be out there. Let our fans see us. We ain't got to say all that stuff, bro. All right? Check it out. He was talking about he doesn't like riding the bus. He doesn't like the amenities because he's a major league ball player. Sometimes you got to suck it up. But I think he's going to suck it up to the tune of 31 starts, which is all a guy like this will need to fully realize his potential. I think a nice little value here. You can get it at plus 1,500. 15 to 1 for Noah Syndergaard as the NL Cy Young Award winner. I like that. Let's look at some of these divisions. Can we do that? Let's look at some of these divisions. I think that's pretty interesting, okay? If you look at the divisions in the um, American League, listen, in the AL East, you got the Yankees and the Red Sox, right? Yankees minus 130, Red Sox minus 120. That's real tough, okay, because they're going to be neck and neck. I, I personally think the Yankees win the division, but as you know, I'm a Yankees fan. So, like, if you want to go against that, fine. But because there's obviously the Yankees and the Red Sox, and both of those teams are going to make the playoffs, one is the wild card. That's not where you can make any money. The Indians, I think, are the runaway winners of the American League Central. You can get them at minus 400. That's interesting. But you may be saying, eh, not enough of a return for me. Minus 400. I don't want to make a 25% of my bet. I don't want to have to invest $100 to make 25. Here's what I would do for you. I also believe it's a lock that the Houston Astros win the AL West. Okay? I think they're too good. Too good at pitching Verlander, Cole, you know, the, you know the crew. And also, offensively, they got so many young studs from Springer to, to Bregman to still Correa, who people are forgetting about, Carlos Correa. I think he is a value in fantasy drafts if he stays healthy. All right, to Altuve. We get, it's a ton. All right. So what I would do in the AL, I think you got two locked, solid favorites. I think the Indians are a lock, and I think the Astros are also a lock. So if you parlay both of them, if you parlay, okay, the Indians in the Central and the Astros in the West, okay, that then gets you a little bit better, right? That gets you a little bit better of a parlay. That gets you a little bit more of a kind of return, and that's how I would play it in the uh, American League, all right? That's how I would play the divisions in the American League. Let's look at the divisions in the National League because I think those are a little bit more interesting. The NL, man, the NL East, they are going to beat each other up. I think that's a tough one, okay? Listen, you got the Phillies as everybody's darling favorite at plus 180. They could be kind of like that dream team, but, you know, a lot of adjustments. I think the Phillies make the playoffs, but I don't know if they win the division. I'm off the Braves. I don't think their starting pitching can hold up. I like the Nationals at plus 280. Listen, yeah, I know they lost Bryce Harper, but you know what they did? They're letting Juan Soto come on up. They're letting Trey Turner get back and healthy. They got a ton of other offense still. Rendon is an MVP candidate that people don't know about. Adam Eaton, Ryan Zimmerman, they still got offense. And what I think is the best for the Nationals is their starting pitching. Max Scherzer, Cy Young candidate. Strasburg, don't forget about him. And they signed Patrick Corbin, probably the best pitcher in the free agent market this year. They now go one, two, three in a way that I think most teams cannot compete. The Mets, if they stay healthy, if DeGrom, Syndergaard, you know, Wheeler, Mats, 
that lineup, which has a lot of older guys, you know, the Canoes of the world. Health has always been their issue. If they stay healthy, I think the Mets can make a run at a wild card, but I like the Washington Nationals to win the, a, uh, the NL East, and I think you can get good value. They are the third choice in that division, okay? I like the Washington Nationals. In the Central, listen, I think the Brewers are not going to creep up on anybody. I don't think they have enough pitching to repeat. I don't think Kristen Yelich is going to be the MVP of the league again. And that's what you're banking on if you think the Brewers are going to repeat. I don't. I think the ship has sailed on the Chicago Cubs a little bit. I think Lester's a little old. I think they got Hamels, who's a little old. You is not there. It's Quintana now. You know, that's going to have to carry them uh, pitching-wise. I think their offense is still great, but I don't know if they got the pitching. Give me the St. Louis Cardinals. Give me the stud kid, Miles Mikolas. You know, give me Flaherty on the hill. Give me Jordan Hicks and Andrew Miller in the pen. Give me them signing Paul Goldschmidt to pull in the middle of that order with a guy like Marcelo Zuna, you know, and some other thumpers that they got there. I like the Cardinals. And you know what else? The Cardinals are always a team that I think they'll make a trade in July if need be. All right, so I like the Cardinals in the NL Central. In the West, give me the Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, excuse me, give me the Dodgers, okay? So I like the Dodgers, the Nationals. And the Cardinals. And then I think, listen, I think two other teams in the East, you know, your Phillies can get in, your Mets can get in, your Braves can get in. I think maybe three teams from the NL East can get in. Okay, so let's talk, let's talk um, MVPs here. If you talk MVPs, I, you know, here's where I, I must admit, I'm going to give my, uh, my biases are going to come here. Remember when I said I fade any Yankees when it comes to the uh, AL Cy Young Award? Well, I do think a Yankee's going to win the AL MVP. Right now, uh, the AL MVP, all right, the favorite is Mike Trout. And, you know, he could win it any year, right? But he just got his extension. He got his money. You know, listen, he could win the MVP anyway, any year. I'm just going to say no this year, okay? And if you want to argue with me that you think Mike Trout is the AL MVP, what am I really going to say, all right? But I'm looking to get a better value, okay? Mookie Betts is the reigning defending MVP. I don't think he repeats. I think he has a little bit of a... Um, uh, a regression, to be quite honest. The third choice is my man at plus 800, Aaron Judge. All rise. I believe he's going to be the AL MVP. And here's why people are forgetting that he missed a lot of time last year. This is a guy that, if healthy, can hit 45, 50 home runs. People are forgetting about all rise, the judge. At plus 800, I think that is a great pick. And the, plus, uh, and the NL, sure, give me Bryce Harper. Fine. But it could also be Paul Goldschmidt. I like the Cardinals. Okay, so I do like um, Paul Goldschmidt, potentially. And then we got to get down to it, right? Pennant and World Series. This is where, in the past, I gave you the Houston Astros to win the um, AL pennant correctly. <sighs> Let's start with the NLCS. I told you, I believe the National League East is going to be dominant this year. I think iron sharpens iron. I made this point about the ACC conference last week in the tournament, and look at them now. I think the iron sharpens iron in the National League East. I think two teams, at least two teams from the NL East make it to the playoffs, at least one of the wild cards, if not both. And I think it'll be two NL East teams standing in the league championship series. I have in the LCS the hot start, the hot shot Philadelphia Phillies. Facing my Washington Nationals. I believe the Washington Nationals will win the NL pennant. I believe finally Scherzer, Strasburg, Trey Turner, 
They're signing Corbin. I like their bullpen. I finally think they put it all together, and they finally have enough pitching. I think it finally smiles on them. I like Washington Nationals to win the National League pennant. Okay, and right now the National League pennant odds. Let's bring those up. Okay, I'm taking the Washington Nationals. They are the at plus one thousand. The Cardinals are ahead of them. Let's see, the Phillies are ahead of them. Brewers are ahead of them. Dodgers are ahead of them. Cubs and Braves are ahead of them. I'm giving you the sixth choice. The Washington Nationals at plus a thousand. They have Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin. Okay, I believe big seasons out of Trey Turner. Big seasons out of the 20-year-old kid Juan Soto to replace most of the power lost by Bryce Harper. Anthony Rendon to have a big year. Adam Eaton to be healthy. Give me the Washington Nationals as the sixth choice to win the NL pennant. In the AL pennant, listen, you know I got to do it, but I will take a rematch of two years ago in the ALCS. I believe it'll be the Houston Astros who are the favorite to, oh, the co-favorites to win the AL. They are co-favorites with the New York MF Yankees, and I will take the New York mother effing Yankees. That's right. All MF rise, baby. Call me a homer if you want. They are loaded. Best bullpen in the game. Best offense in the game, in my opinion. If this if their rotation can stay healthy, okay, if you can have by the end of the season in the summer, Severino, Paxton, and Tanaka, I think that's good enough. And you know the Yankees will make a trade to get an ace if they need one. I believe the New York Yankees will win the American League. They are one of the favorites. And so now I've got the New York Yankees and the Washington Nationals in the World Series. You can take a guess who I will pick. All right. But uh, maybe I should you know, uh, do a little reverse psychology and say that I believe the Washington Nationals will beat the New York Yankees in the World Series. But you know I got to have my New York Yankees. So there you have it. Those are my AL MVPs, Cy Youngs from the National League as well. My divisions and my LCSs um, will be Nationals over Phillies, Yankees over Astros. That's what you need to know. Danny, when we come back, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put the fun and functional sports content. I got a couple of interesting NFL stories that I want to talk to us about. But first, Danny, did you see any of these Bud Light and Miller Light commercials, brother man? I saw the middle Miller Light commercial. So the Miller Light one, right, they're filming like what looks like a Dilly Dilly right, Bud Night right, ad, right. and then they're like, cut! And they show that all the actors themselves actually drink Miller Lite. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. And they're, but they're doing it by name. You know, they're calling, they're trolling them specifically with the whole night theme, right? But then Bud Light comes right back. And they're like, so Miller Lite, I see what you've done. It's almost like they filmed this commercial right afterwards, bro. They're like, oh, so Miller Lite, I've seen that you've called us out because of the corn syrup or whatever. And he's like being like, nah, I'm just the king of the place that doesn't brew with corn syrup. They're literally talking back and forth to each other. But I got to tell you the truth, Danny. I think Bud Light is losing its way with this whole four ingredients corn syrup stuff. People that drink Bud Light, it's not like it's high-end craft beer. They don't care if it has preservatives or not, Danny. Bud Light is not for the beer snob. So who are they effing marketing to, bro? They need to keep it with Dilly Dilly and Shut Up Doug and the Fantasy Pit of Misery, not this whole, oh, we are we have pure ingredients and no corn syrup and preservatives. The people that drink Bud Light are trying to do it by the pitcher, by the keg. They don't give a damn. I think you're losing in the audience. I think the Dilly Dilly is what you need to bring back. We'll talk about it more, Danny, and we'll put the fun in functional sports content. Tell me if you agree if Dilly Dilly is where Bud Light needs to go. We'll talk about it later. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Hey, fantasy freestyle right here with the spitting statistician. Big shout out as I check the chat room. My man Keenan and Mel going with dilly dilly greater than sign preservatives. Yeah, I think this bed light campaign has lost its way. We're talking. We want to. We want a little bit more of. Shut up, Doug. You know what I'm saying? I want the fantasy pit of misery a little bit more than uh, worrying about preservatives and corn syrup. Quite frankly, if you're drinking Bud Light, you ain't caring about what you're putting in your body if you want to know the God's honest truth, okay? If you want to care about what you put in your body, you'd be uh, doing something different. That's all I got to say. Um, big shout-out to everybody trying to uh, smash the like button. And then um, I got a new, a new listener over here. We got uh, Z-Bar Fight Zora Kingdom Hearts 2, Danny. You know about this? Z-Bar uh, Fight Zora Kingdom Hearts 2. New person in the chat asked me to spit some bars. Check this out. Y'all should know about this by now. Chronicle. C-H-R-O-N-I-K-I-L-L. Chronicle. That's the group I used to be down with. All right? You can check us out on YouTube, on iTunes. You would hear something like uh, a song called Oh Word. All right? Um... I'm not taking it back. I'm moving it forward. Advancing the art. Make the crowd say, oh, word. I stand out like who the F is that rhyming. And oh, snap, the life of the party is flatlining. A downhill, double black diamond. I double down the dealer, drop the diamond. Goddamn, that's timing. You can't teach. There's some levels you just can't reach. And when you step to the mic, keep it brief. Because girls rock jewelry and full frontal nudity. I'm out to the jungle because that's where the Buddha be. I'm smelling like a brewery since like 92 or 3. I write the eulogy for anybody cool as me. Yeah, it speeds Keno Mad Glorious, the rapper most Americans would want to drink a 40 with. I'm New York like blind people on trains playing accordions. Hey, you got to know your audience. There it is, yo, Stats Over Beat Cypher. Little uh, O Word by Chronicle making it pop off. Uh, that's right there for you. Z-Bar Fight Sora Kingdom Hearts 2. Thank you, Strong Style. But uh, let's get into it for the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Um, here's what we got to do. Danny, check this out. We're going to give you a couple of stories about football players because, you know, we, look fo- we love football, right, Danny? We love football. Yeah, absolutely. And we already tipped our cap to Gronk, okay? As a Jets fan, I'm, I'm very happy about this. <laughs> no more Gronk. We'll take that. Um, I think he's going to the WWE. So does Clayton Trahan. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Raw happens to be from Boston tonight, so we'll see about that. But check this out. Um, you know, Danny, it's the offseason, right? So people are training. And sometimes, you know, people discover, like, things like new diets or doing things like yoga in the offseason to really make them better, both physically and mentally. And spiritually? Yeah. Okay, cool. So Cam Newton is doing something. All right, remember Cam ended his season last year with a bum shoulder, had a, uh, had, was going to have surgery, by the way, his bum shoulder helped lead me to a fantasy football championship. My opponent in the finals week 16 had Cam Newton, then uh, Tyler Heineke didn't do it for him. Uh, but Cam Newton is on a uh, new outlook, Danny. He's got a new idea of how to, um, 
quote unquote, make his mind stronger. He was on a late night TV talk show. I believe it was the James Corbin show, maybe on CBS. Danny, he was a guest and he described his, um, his uh, new methods. Uh, I want to I wanna play that and I want to see what you think. All right, Danny? That sounds good to me. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> so we got, yeah, vegan in February, and then March, I'm giving, uh, I hope this is an adult crowd, it looks like it is, no sure. climax. Woo! Shut the front door. <laughs> Straight up. No? No. I'm, I'm going through a transition right now, like, Oh, my like, I'm, I'm God. They, they should have at least done it in February. You got 28 days in February. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, wanted it, I wanted it to be challenging. You know, I'm coming off of, of, of shoulder surgery. I'm looking for... A oh, I get it. Shoulder surgery. It's harder to... Hey! All right, that's enough. I get it. So, Danny, first of all, uh, uh, Jer T, who's in the chat room, no, I do not know the G-Train Bandit. And if that's the same guy who, like, stomped out the grandmother on the subway uh, in New York last week, yo, that's not cool. I'm not with that. If I see homeboy, I'm going to let him know about it. But, um, Danny... What do you think about this? Cam Newton is uh, going celibate in March. He's going sober March, but it means something different for Cam. What do you think? I mean, more power to him if if he can. Like, it sounds like he's got a theme every single month. True. It's true, right? Right, right, right. So he was vegan in February, and March is no 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 sex month. Yeah. What do you think about that, Danny? You think that that's good for athletes? I mean, I guess. You're a fighter. You you play in a band, Danny. What do you think? Do you like save yourself during a big show? No. You could be all ready to go? <laughs> the answer is no. The answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> Will you do the opposite? No, I mean it's just like I don't want to throw myself off with anything. So I just you normal, normal routine. The scenes. Keep yeah. it normal? Yeah. I got you. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, by the way, shout out to Perry Ng. We're gonna be at this is the, this is gonna be the time going forward. I'm I apologize to the stats over beat cipher. I know it's been a moving target since the Super Bowl, and I apologize, but we're gonna be locked in here. Back to our time, seven o'clock. This is where it's going to be every Monday. Once we head into football season, though, uh, I'll have some news about, you know, where the show is. But for now, this is where it's going to be. Oh, no, JRT, no, the Brooklyn rapper. Uh, um, no. Okay, fine. No, I do not know that, JRT. But Chronicle, we were doing uh, Bowery Poetry Club. We were doing CBGBs. We were doing Southpaw in Brooklyn. We were doing M15. We were doing the Pussycat Lounge. Uh, these are the spots that we were at. Um, so no, Jerry T. I'm sorry about Pocket the G Train Bandit. Uh, that was something different, clearly. All right, but in any event, um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that's pretty weird, though, Danny. So you don't you don't save yourself, huh? Nah. I mean, at this point, it's like I just want to keep everything normal. So like, I wouldn't. I would feel weird if I did something out of routine. Okay. Before a big show. All right. So I just want to pretend everything's normal. But what if it's, Danny, what if it's normal for you to be, because I'm hearing these days there's this new thing, Danny. Do you know about this involuntary celibate? This thing? It's basically all these, it's all these, uh, it's all these, uh, you know, kind of uh, doofy white guys who live in their mother's basement who can't get laid. And, you know, think like all these movements are happening against them and that their world is shrinking, their influence is shrinking, and they can't get laid. So they call themselves incels, which are involuntary celibates. I have. Never. I'm dead serious. This is a term. <laughs> you're not celibate by choice. It's involuntary, which basically means you can't get laid. And you're putting yourself out there being like, I'm an incel, which means I'm an involuntary celibate. So 
my question is, are you an incel, Danny? If you were an involuntary celibate, then you doing like the same old thing before a show, you know, wouldn't be no thing. Eh. Are you an incel, Danny? I think that's just giving yourself an excuse for not trying. Oh, no, I agree. Trust me, I agree. And these are the same, you know, these are the same people, you know, trolling the world right there from their, you know, from yeah. the, from the uh, cover of their, Insta of their Instagram uh, avatar. You know what I mean? All right, so check this out. Also, um, so that's Cam Newton, right? One, uh, all quarterbacks matter. I got another all quarterbacks matter story for you. Danny, remember Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens? You know, rookie quarterback, took the league by storm and all that. Okay. So uh, Brother Man was caught, I guess not even caught. He caught himself, Danny. This is like a second year. He's a rookie quarterback. You know, he's going to become the starting quarterback, taking the job from Joe Flacco, face of the franchise, right? So guess what he was doing, bro? He was driving 105 miles an hour on the highway, okay? And we've heard this before. By the way, I just sounded like South Park, okay? But, Danny, we've seen this. Okay, guy's 22, 23 years old. He wants to drive fast on the highway. He's going 105. I, it speeds on the road. I have gone faster than 105, like on the Major Deegan over here in New York City. But don't worry about that, Mom. Don't worry about that. Um, but check this out, Danny. Dude videotaped it and posted it on his Instagram. How silly is that? Not only that you're doing that, but then you're going to post it, record it, and let everybody see? You're supposed to be the new face of the franchise, Lamar. Slow down, bro, literally and figuratively. What do you think is weirder, Danny? Lamar Jackson as the new face of the franchise, speeding 105 and then filming it and posting it to social media, or Cam giving up sex for a month to make his mind stronger? Weirder, or what do I think is going to work? Hey, give me your take. <laughs> um... I mean, for well, okay, what training methodologies do you subscribe to more? You know, saving it all up, being an incel, right? Celibate? <laughs> or letting it all go, letting the adrenaline and the testosterone flow by driving fast and posting it. I, I think posting it's where, where it's got me uh, right. uh, on, the, on the back. That's the, that's the, the like, you're not ready to be the face of a franchise yeah. yet. You don't yeah. see Drew Brees doing this. We need somewhere in the middle. We need, we need yeah. a, a combination of the two. And maybe somewhere in the middle, honestly, to bring it full circle, Danny? Maybe somewhere in the middle is Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> if you want to know the truth, right? Because he shows up all the time when you need him, but he still likes to do his thing. I think if he doesn't go to the WWE, what he should do is literally do a residency in Vegas. Seriously. And I think that would work well for him as well. And the fact that he can do that is all you need to know about why he should not be in the NFL anymore. Uh, this week, everybody, tomorrow, everybody, this was episode 368. Of the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, Stable Genius, and Vocal Minority. Tomorrow, Danny, we got the Century Club of popping off with the population. You're going to have a lot of special guests. Very excited to see it. All right, everybody, if you guys are down with the Stats Overbeat Cypher, you should already be in the population. Check them out from Corey and the crew to Danny, who will be here. A hundred episodes strong of popping off. Congratulations, Danny, to the entire crew, the entire population. I hope you have a great anniversary episode. I'm going to be out. Thanks to everybody in this chat room. Thanks to everybody voting in the polls. I even dropped a verse for you guys. I'll see y'all next week. We'll be at the final four.